Hi everyone, Joy here. As you guys know, I have started this podcast to interview entrepreneurs and myself, obviously my journey, and share it with all of you. And today I have a great guy named Josh, and he is all the way from IO, United States, and he is a multipreneur. Let me get that right. So basically, he's got a few different businesses, and he's sharing his journey with us today. Are you thinking of becoming an entrepreneur, but you're not exactly sure if that is for you? Or you have tried a few times, but you have failed? Or maybe you are currently on your journey, but you're not exactly sure you're taking the right path and if you're doing the right things. Follow along on this podcast where I will be sharing my entrepreneurial journey with you all. I will be sharing my successes, my failures, and also my challenges. The best part is I will also be interviewing fellow entrepreneurs that will be sharing their stories and their successes. This is my podcast, Entrepreneurial Journey, and I am Joy Nicholson. Hi, Josh. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, Joy. How about you? I'm doing fabulous. Thank you very much. Uh, do you want to awesome. tell the audience a little bit about you? Where you're from? How did you, you know, where did you grow up, etc.? Yeah, so I'm from Ohio in the United States. Um, you know, grew up with five brothers. Um, been an entrepreneur for about three, coming up on four years now. Uh, started off in digital marketing. Um, and now we've, we're up to four, four or five different businesses now. Wow. Um, but digital marketing was my original business when we first started. Um, was in the military before I started all this. Uh, currently still working a full-time job and getting ready to leave it in at the end of December. Um, so a lot of cool things going on for sure. That's awesome. What is your favorite pastime to do? So putting the entrepreneur thing aside, uh, what is, where do you like to spend your time just for the fun of it? Um, so I honestly, I spend a lot of time at the gym. Um, I just feel like it's, when it, when it, because we have like, when, as an entrepreneur, you just have so many different things going on during the day. Um, and not necessarily gym, but just working out in general, or at least exercising. Um, it, it helps you like calm that mind and become you like, like physically and mentally calm at the same time. So, uh, that's something we do quite a lot. Um, me and my wife, and then we also read, um, a lot. So we're always out there doing something. Um, obviously working full time still, but working on our businesses around the clock too. So reading and probably exercising. That's, that's, that's great hobbies to have actually. That's fantastic. Yeah. And so have you come from a family of entrepreneurs or is this something that kind of bit you along the way? No. So yeah, it's actually a funny story. So um, now just kind of be kind of personal here. You know, my parents were divorced when I was younger. Um, I did grow up with four brothers. I'm the oldest out of those four. Uh, and yeah, none of my parents were entrepreneurs at all. My dad's a carpenter, probably worked till he dies. Um, mother is a teacher, um, so watched her struggle for quite a while. And, um, you know, we, we were middle class, but I mean, we're still like five boys, you know? So it's like she had to, you know, really put her money where it was important. So we didn't really go, go on a lot of vacations or a lot of, um, or grow up with a lot of like nice things. Like a lot of it was hand me downs. Yeah. Um, but, no, we didn't grow up with any entrepreneurs. Um, mom's the only one that finished college. And so the reason why I got into this is when I came back from the military, I uh, was actually working at a job again. And then I bounced around a couple of different jobs and uh, started at the job that I'm at now currently. And I just was just tired of just doing that. You know, I've been so used to being in the military, um, you know, just taking commands and just doing what I, what I was told. And, um, you know, I was just sick and tired of 
doing that and um, going back to a job afterwards, it was just kind of hard to go back to. So um, I actually started off in multi-level marketing, um, doing some networking stuff with Amway. Um, didn't like that too much just because of the recruiting with people. Um, so network marketing wasn't my thing. And then uh, met somebody at the bank and he was actually into digital marketing and got me started with this. And then you know, obviously the other businesses followed. As for, for the family, know that nobody else started an entrepreneur. I'm actually the first one, so pretty cool. When you say, um, and I'm going to put you a little bit on a spot here because I was in exactly yeah, the situation. Uh, when you say, you know, the recruiting side of Emily, <laughs> that is, I did it myself and I thought it was very challenging. And we kind of share a journey here because I did exactly the same thing where, I, you know, digital marketing is more my thing. So where did you, you know, like, what was your biggest struggle with MLM? Because people make it sound so easy before you, yeah. join. you join. It's like, wow, this is not what I expected. What was your yes. biggest, that? biggest challenge with it, you said? Yeah, yeah. So, what, I mean, going back to it, like when I first started with it, I mean, it was the coolest thing to be around because it was a team environment. You know, there's a lot of positive energy in there. I mean, you just meet so many cool people. Yeah. Um, Obviously, as you get started along, you know, there's, you know, certain things that you have to do to make certain points. And um, obviously, you are out there recruiting people every single day or you're purchasing products or selling products um, some way or another. And it's it's to the it was just to the point where I was like, like, this doesn't make me happy. Like this is this kind of makes me less happy than my job because I, I'm a really big people person. I love helping people. I love talking to people. But I didn't feel comfortable enough going to my friends and family with this. Um, so I wasn't going to be comfortable enough going to other people with it just because it wasn't, I, I saw the business model, I saw it work, you know, I met people that it worked for, it just wasn't the right business for me. Um, so my biggest challenge was that honestly was just a business model in general. I just wasn't, I didn't agree with it completely. Um, you know, obviously it is ethical and were doing was wasn't like any pyramid scheme or anything but it's just it wasn't for me in the aspect that they were doing for sure oh, i completely agree with that like and and this is and i love to ask this type of questions and i'm so grateful that you have this you know that you had this experience because i have yeah. many friends and uh, that is <clears throat> well ill ml i i can't speak to that this is a problem <laughs> in an mlm space and they have the same problem but sometimes depending on the program that you're in the people make you feel like you're a failure and it's quite sad and it's not you as a person it's just it's you know you it's your personality type so yeah it's well it's funny because it, it was actually the exact opposite like they i mean they really made you feel really good about yourself and successful and stuff like that and the, again the people are amazing um it was just the business model that just I, I couldn't I couldn't get the hang of all of it so yeah what is your okay so digital marketing is it's quite a broad spectrum I know because I'm in it myself but what is your what is your niche in digital marketing what is that thing that you're focusing on that actually is making you the money yeah so when I first um started in this I bounced around a lot I um just settled probably a little over six months ago um when I first got started I got in got into real estate. Um, and that was, it was a lot of fun. I knew, knew a whole bunch of real estate agents. Um, and I just, I started off with that. We had like around eight real estate agents, eight real estate agents locally. Um, 
and we're working with them quite well and doing some lead generation, uh, but I just found it hard to scale. And I know a lot of people in that industry are doing very, very well, um, and it is a growing niche still. Um, but I, I felt like for maybe like my like our demographic where we are, uh, it was very saturated. Um, and you know, real estate agents, they get so many emails every single day from lead generation companies that. Um, well, a lot of them, you know, are scams. So it was just hard to, you know, sit there and deliver that every single day and explain that we you know, were something else. My company was different. Um, so it's just, it kind of floated off. So, you know, I kept those eight agent or agents and then we kept working with them and then we jumped into the education space. And that's honestly where, you know, I kind of took off. So um, I started doing private education for private daycares. Uh, we started doing website design for them, uh, reputation management, so like review management stuff for them. Um, and then started bringing in students for them, so the lead generation with students. Um, and it was, it was a really cool experience. So we ended up ending with around like 11 daycares around where, the area where I live. Um, and it was, it was a very cool experience just because, you know, a lot of people are working with lawyers or real estate agents and the education niche isn't as sexy um, as most other niches are. But it was a lot of fun just because, you know, I, ha I have a son of four years old and, um, you know, so I had been around the environment and the directors and stuff like that. But everybody was always nice. When you called in, either they didn't know what you were talking about and you just had to explain it or it was just a matter of, you know, just talking to them. And they, they were very open to a lot of um, the suggestions that we made. So we continued to do that for quite a while, but I was still looking for something more. Like I, I wanted to obviously be able to help people more, and, um, but that was a real success. And we jumped into lawyers for quite a bit, you know, took on a couple of lawyers, um, just we wanted to, you know, just get adjusted in some other niches. And then we even did a little bit of B2B um, and that's kind of where that ended when it came to like our digital marketing and um, a little over six months ago, I just jumped into one-on-one -on -one coaching myself, um, helping people build their own digital businesses. So that's awesome. I love that. Ended with that. Yeah. <clears throat> that is great. Now, if you say you're helping people to build their own businesses, what is like your top three tips that you would give like, you know, any type of person to build your business? I know. That yeah. So, <laughs> well, so again, a little bit of a backstory for that. So I actually went through the One Funnel Away Challenge and I just got acquainted to funnels themselves, um, you know, about eight months ago. Um, and it was a really eye-opening experience because a lot of people have just been using websites for the longest time. We had been building websites for the longest time and, um, you know, funnels just really opened up our eyes to like a lot of other opportunities, especially for our clients. Um, but when it came to... Um, actually doing what I wanted to do. Like I was trying to help people. And when I went through that challenge, it felt like a lot of people didn't know what they wanted to do or what product to sell or what their passion was. Mm -hmm. And I feel like starting off in this industry, like a lot of people bounce around to so many different things. I did it. I've had friends that did it. You know, some of my case studies for my coaching have did it. Um, and you just really have to find that passion for you to continue doing it. And some people, it is real estate. Some people, it is lawyers. Um, some people it is coaching. So it was, it was a matter of, um, you know, just trying to find, like find where I, yes. where I want to be, you know what I mean? So, um, you repeat your question one more time. I can kind of go 
on Instagram. So, <laughs> That's perfectly fine. I love these conversations. So, yeah, fine. so my question was like the top three tips that you would give people. Top three know? tips. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So one is find that passion. Um, that is honestly the biggest thing is like, when you get started in this industry, there's so many coaches out there. There's so many different things that you can get, you know, kind of blindsided by. Um, and it, it's number one thing should be to find what you want to do. What is going to make you happy? Um, uh, and I, like I said, uh, you know, when I got started in this, I was bouncing around a couple of different things, but once I got started, I realized I was doing those things to fund a bigger project. And that bigger project was helping people build their businesses. Um, so one, find your passion. Um, number two would probably be um, to find a schedule, stick to a schedule, especially if you're at a full-time job still right now, whether full-time, part-time, or you don't have a job. Yeah. Um, you know, everyday life, it gets crazy. Um, there's just so many different things that happen throughout the day. So find a schedule that works for you. So that way you're able to work and build your business every single day. And probably the third one would be um, to always be open to new opportunities. Uh, obviously, like, like I said, I, we have a few different businesses, but it, each one of those built off of each other. So it, it was, it, and it was just one opportunity after another, you know, somebody would come up to me, I would be like, all right, you know, that's kind of interesting. And then we would move on to the new business. Uh, but if anybody calls you or, text you or anything else like that with a new opportunity, always be open to at least talk to them. Um, because that's how I got started in this industry. And I'm sure that's how you know, some other people got started. Yeah. in this industry. Yeah. So always be open, open to new opportunities for sure. So I find this fascinating because we're quite on the same wavelengths. Um, cause I teach exactly what you are talking about. You know, my, cause I've got a course out there, which I just, <clears throat> people and my very first module is about finding your passion and monetizing it and obviously using click funnels to do that so it's uh because you know I, and i'm sure you've been in the same space where like you said with the email and you're doing something that you don't like and then you, unfortunately people don't stick to it because they either don't like it they don't and then they just give up completely so i'm grateful yeah. that you didn't give up completely and you just find something else so that's really really awesome yeah what is your current um mission like what is your mission that you want to achieve in your business at the moment? So short term, we have a lot of different things, um, but I'll, I'll talk more about the long-term goal. Long-term, we're looking to obviously help as many people as we can um, become entrepreneurs, yeah. um, get away from those nine to five jobs. And I know that it's kind of generalized because a lot of people are doing that, but we're, we're really trying to, you know, kind of change the industry in a way of just trying to uh, get more people to start off with that passion. Um, so a lot of people jump in here and they're doing what everybody else is doing, but they're not doing what they want to do. Um, they don't know what they want to do. So we're, we're really trying to just twist the industry a little bit and help people find that passion before they do anything else um, in this industry. Because when you start off and with all these other things that people are doing, you start to jump around to see what you like. Um, and you finally find it, but you're like $20,000 later in education. and obviously get expensive so uh, we're trying to help them you know spend as less money as possible but also find that passion first before going into you know the educational parts for it but that's our biggest thing and in a way I, I would say like long term if I had to throw it out there to end poverty that would be really cool um, don't know if I'll do that in my lifetime or not um, but maybe at least for our state or something like that I'm just obviously trying to help as many people just because of the way I grew up and yeah. 
the way other people are, you know, just taught to think and stuff like that. So just trying to help as many people as possible. Yeah, oh, that that's an amazing, like, that is so awesome to hear that. And that's why I'm, I've got this thing to help people in third world countries because there's so much poverty there. And if you can just help one person, that one person can help 20. And it's that whole, you know, effect of just people helping each other. I think it's fantastic what you do, Josh. I really, really do. Uh, so what is the, okay, so you've got your businesses and you've got them going. So you mentioned before we actually push the record button, you've got some other businesses going. What is that that you have running on the side except now for this one? Yeah, so I am... Um Again, I'm always one of those people that is always looking for the next opportunity. Um, and I honestly have had to learn a lot myself uh, this year because of, because of, that is it's a it's a gift and a curse at the same time because you find so many cool opportunities but you're you never focus on one. So I've really had to slow down um, and instead of continuing to open businesses, we're focusing on one thing at a time now um, to build those up to certain amounts of money per month mm -hmm. and then on from there and continue to build those businesses. So um, like I said, digital marketing right now, we're starting to jump into one-on-one -on -one coaching. Mm -hmm. um, just finished a case study program about four months ago. Um, and then two months later, we actually jumped into, actually about three or four months now, we jumped into real estate. Um, so we just jumped into real estate investing, uh, have been flipping properties um, and just jumping into that. So that's another business that we just started. And then um, about four months before that, we started a music production company and publishing company. Uh, I had EDM artists, a dance music artist that had been working working with me for quite a while, doing some music for some clients. Um, very nice guy, uh, very close guy, close with me. And he um, he asked me, he's like, hey, he's like, I know you do marketing. He's like, do you think you might be able to help me for free? Um, not for free, but like help me in general. And I was like, yeah. So I started to help him for free. Um, and word of mouth got out that, you know, I had been helping him and I had helped a few other, um, uh, different producers, um, it started to be like a little hobby of mine, but it got to the point to where it was too big. And I was like, I got to do something yeah. to the point to where it's not taking up all my time because it just was taking up my time from other businesses. So we opened up our own music publishing, um, slash record label company and we're trying to try to redefine that industry a little bit too, um, mm -hmm. to kind make an all-in-one industry for producers and DJs and stuff like that to, um, you know, have their copyrights in one place, have their, you know, music publishing in one place, be on all the platforms that they can, make sure they're into a schedule. So that business is really, really, really cool too. Um, kind of put it on the back burner a little bit just because of the real estate thing. Yeah. Um, and then it's really it right now. I mean, we, we do it with some Amazon FBA stuff. Um, so we sell some Amazon products and stuff like that and affiliate stuff. Um, obviously those are all like smaller side hustles. Yes. <coughs> yeah. yourself. I need to need like four, four or five Josh's just about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. It gets crazy. At times. And that's why I said like, you know, I've really had to tone, you know, pull myself back and be like, all right, so what is important right now? Um, realized you know the marketing business is doing pretty well to the point to where you can automate it um so we have some virtual assistants working helping us with that but the real estate thing was just game changing to the point to where you know most of my time is going towards that now so yeah pretty pretty cool industry too so i'm um, definitely that is my goal eventually i just need to nail down this education side of the digital you know like teaching people yeah what, basically where you've been i'm now <laughs> so <laughs> 
what is your what is your what is that thing that you that keeps driving you to success um my son i mean that's honestly the biggest thing so um you know i love him to death yeah you obviously have kids too so you know how they are but it's really just you know i grew up the way that i was and it's it, it, it i've changed completely from from the person that i was when i left the military and it's just crazy um to still see like you know my family struggling and stuff like that so i mean that drives me to the point to where i i want to be able to do something and change their lives too while changing other people's lives but my son is probably the biggest biggest aspect of that just because I don't want him to grow up, you know, not seeing me and, you know, having to have me go to work. Um, and I know, and I know that's probably a lot of people's, um, you know, things obviously too, but it's just a matter of also building that legacy and having something to leave to him. Um, and having him realize like, you know, my dad's here to touch a lot of other people. Um, so that was probably the biggest aspect in family in general, I would say is my biggest motivation. So. That is, it's, yeah, I, I completely understand it. Do you think you're going to turn your son into a little entrepreneur himself when he's a little bit older? I'm hoping so. Um, obviously, you know, they have their own minds of their own. So whatever he wants to be, he can be. But um, it would be pretty cool if he at least took on a couple of businesses or something. Yeah, no, definitely. I like that idea. At um, least get in the mindset. <laughs> exactly. And this is guy with Caleb Maddox. Oh, you probably heard about him. Where he's turning little kids into entrepreneurs. Um. um yeah, I heard it. I heard about it. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, apparently very good. So when my son turns seven, I'll 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 put him in. Just see what happens. You know, you've got nothing. Yeah. To do. <laughs> he's already like when I build funnels, he comes and he pokes and see what I'm doing, and then he like guides me with the with the things like do that. I'm like, no, that's not going to work. But it's quite fun. Yeah. So it's <laughs> fun. Okay, so um, <clears throat> you covered all the questions. Now um, I've got one last little question for you. So. With as far as traffic goes, and because uh, people, it's you know, it's one thing you start your business, it's all going fabulous, but then how do you get those eyeballs on your business? And this is just, this is a part where a lot of people struggle with. So, what do you guys currently do to drive traffic to your business, and what type of traffic do you actually use? So, it's funny that you say that because now we just jumped into this real estate thing. But um, with the digital marketing, what we were doing before was completely word of mouth. We were doing a lot of cold calling. I come from a sales. Um, sales aspect of my job. And I was just so used to doing it already that we just started calling businesses, um, real estate agents, the educate or the daycares, um, the whole nine yards. So we just started calling around and that's how we started. We, and then word of mouth got around. Um, and then we didn't even know anything about ads when, when I first started, um, a little over three years ago now, but, um, now what we're doing is a lot of organic um and that's what i'm trying to teach my coaching program and it's still something that i'm learning too but you know a lot of people people focus on those paid ads but again i'm trying to mitigate the cost as much as possible for when they start when people start in this industry because you already spend so much money in education when you first start in this because you have to learn certain aspects that you know people need to make the money back and you know pay for that education so if they're pumping more money into ads or something else like that it's it's hard you just keep going and and it's hard to catch up so um you know biggest thing for me is like when it comes to traffic has been you know cold calling but again that's probably not a lot of people's forte because it it does comfortable and stuff like that if you didn't grow up in a sales environment it is a little bit hard but um that was probably 
the biggest, most successful thing for us. And then now we've been doing like joining Facebook groups and just kind of, you know, mingling with people, um, you know, just picking brains or, you know, throwing some ideas in there and just having people comment um, and then pulling them towards our business or just getting on phone calls with them. So still kind of getting on phone calls and cold calling, but we've been using Facebook groups a lot. Um, I feel like that's the best way to build organic traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, YouTube is amazing. Um, I've on the back end trying to start a podcast because this is absolutely amazing to you. Just, you can touch so many more people. Um, and you were saying before this, like, you, you know, you're trying to touch more people and you know, a lot of people don't have good internet signals or something else like that, but you can do audio, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's, just, you know, podcasts are awesome. And I've been definitely trying to jump on that train uh, because it is a good way to do organic traffic. And then YouTube, of course, um, and then Instagram. I mean, all the social media platforms have the capability of building their own organic traffic. You just have to find out, like, how to do it. So I feel like it's trying to find that way of organic traffic. And networking is the way to go. And uh, you know, yeah. a lot of people don't want to do it, but you know, you can either choose you pay a fortune for advertising or you just start networking and automatically, you know, you will eventually go into the paid stuff. But it's a good way to start if you have no cash. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. Okay, so uh, last question, last statement ish type thing for you. If you have any advice for somebody sitting on the fence thinking to become an entrepreneur, but they're not sure if they actually really want to do it because they've got some fear holding them back or whatever the problem is. What is that piece of advice that you will give them? So, and I've been listening to a lot of like motivational stuff today and lately. And it's (laughs) my biggest piece of advice is to just jump. Um, Just take the jump into it. It is scary. You are going to spend a lot of money. Um, You may not, but you have to take that jump or you'll never know what you're going to end up doing or what you're capable of. And there are so many people out there that don't jump. Mm-hmm. And, but we only have one life, so that's it. And you can either choose to work at a job for the rest of your life. And if that's what you're passionate about, then fine. But there's so many other ways that people can help each other by becoming an entrepreneur. Um, and by finding that passion is just, it's the biggest thing. It's just helping, finding out what you love to do and just doing it. And you, people have to take that jump mm-hmm. into the entrepreneur world and mm-hmm. find the mindset and find the right group of people. Um, and eventually, you know, everything will just start to click, you know, you'll feel lost for quite a while, but eventually you're going to be like, Oh my gosh, like everything is starting to make sense. Everything's starting to fall in place. Yeah. And I have my, I'm like on complete verge of a breakdown, but the next day you're like, all right, this is why I'm doing this. So, um, take that jump and then always, you know, find a reason to be motivated, you know, whether it's your kids or family or something else like that, just always, you know, keep that, reason to be motivated in mind too. I love that advice. That's awesome. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you, Josh, for having this interview with me. I really appreciate it. Thanks, of course. Uh, It's it's really refreshing to know that there's somebody like you out there that thinks like me (laughs) because I thought I I was going crazy because a lot of that, you know, the circles that I'm in is like, you know, just make money online, but it's like, but it's boring to just make money online, you know, do something that you love to do. So, um, I know a lot of people talk about that as well, but unfortunately, the circles that I'm in, it's all about making money, it's not about finding what you love. So, it's yeah. just to find that. So, thank you so sure. much for your interview. I really appreciate your time. Yes, thank you. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and have a good day, week, and uh, yeah, enjoy your weekend coming up. All right, you too, Joy. It was really nice talking to you. Okay, bye. Thank you, bye.